Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and we just recorded our short rest for part three. So it should be live by the time you're listening to this. I'd like to thank all of our patrons who asked us questions for it. It was a blast. Uh, so if you want to ask us questions for the next one, maybe consider joining us on Patreon. Or not. I'm not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Huh. So you're not their dad. That's why you don't like dad jokes. Yeah, that's right. Because you're not right. their dad. Mm-hmm. No. Huh. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, back again. Nolan here playing Mo the Monk still. Joey's tried to kill me twice, and it hasn't worked twice. In so real life. Third time's yeah. the charm. <laughs> uh, so last week... Tana, wow, Tana, Rachel actually kind of blindsided me. She asked us a question. I don't know if you guys remember. It was about, uh, like, what would our characters go to jail for? Oh. And I just, I was on the spot and I didn't have an answer. And Your I was answer like, no. was perfect. Well, no, I, well, the thing is, well, that was on the spot, but I thought, like, I was marinating in uh-huh. it. And then I realized, I figured it out. So Mo would go to jail because he would try to stay up, like, as long as humanly possible, like a full week. Yeah. And that's not legal. It's absolutely illegal. It's resisting arrest. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm gonna go upstairs. Your your tax your 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 answer of you get in trouble because of something you got wrapped into was so good, and now you tarnish it with a terrible joke. Hi, I'm Greg, and I play Jr. And we just recorded our short rest, and in it, we were talking about like what do you plan originally for your character, and what do you plan after. And I couldn't think on the spot, so I got some more things that I uh, I just came up with on the spot. One at the very beginning was I didn't originally plan to not be using my magic for a couple episodes in, because huh. you can even see in the first episode I summoned my sword. Oh, <laughs> I think. It, I came up with it right after the first episode. There was an early episode where there's a bar fight and you're cowering for all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. I, was that ad lib? Because I thought that was awesome. Yeah I, okay. yeah, I came up with that too. I think that's when I came up with everything. And then the gold idea, I came out with that later because of the feature that but came yeah. up with the I was like, you ooh. Were. I thought that was so smart. I really, like, even to this day, I'm like, gosh, that's, so, that's brilliant. Like, not just a spoiled rich boy. Who loves his daddy's credit cards, you know? But like, also, you kind of have dragon sickness. Love it. Yep. Yep. Just like smog. Smog. <laughs> the desolation of smog. Anyway. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Rachel. I play Tana the Tiefling. Um, last night we went and saw the D and D movie. So, Aaron, after you and Sarek introduce yourselves, I would love to talk about what you guys thought of it. Okay. No, hey, is- no spoilers, of course. <clears throat> no, no spoilers. Got it. Uh, Hey, this is Aaron. I play Finian the Elf, and uh, well, um, I got some. Uh, Finian got some cool new armor um, in the last episode, yeah. but it's like black dragon uh-huh. scale. So, you know, Joey was kind enough to put a little list of like its positive attributes together. I kind of wonder if maybe it does some other things that uh, maybe aren't known to anybody yet. That aren't quite so savory. You maybe know me a bit too well. Mm. Oh. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> It just occurred see. to me. I was yeah. thinking about that. Is JR still sore about that? Yeah, I still have the antler in my home. <laughs> it's going to be this whole episode. I'm just to walk around with <laughs> How do you like it that I dress like an elf? <laughs> hey, it's Eric. I play Heen the Scion. Um, you know, something that comes up at the table every time that probably hasn't made it into recording. Uh, I am always disappointed that there are no tabaxis in this world. <laughs> I just felt this compa- like this pull to play a tabaxi for this, but I know Joey pulled it out because 
between Nolan and I, we drive him insane with all the cat puns. <laughs> I'm, so I'm yeah. pretty certain uh, uh, Meowdy will not ever be coming out in a Joey campaign. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> On that note, I had an idea for a bounty hunter tabaxi, and Joey told me no because I sent a meme that said Meowdy. <laughs> I was going to play a serious, oh good character. We were all going to be tabaxis. <laughs> that, was, that was a legitimate character he sent me for a previous campaign. He's like, here it is. And I told him no. It's the only time I've ever said no to a character. Because he thought I was going to be serious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was a uh, silly character. I wonder if, if we'd been allowed to play Tabaxi if all five of us would have just showed up to the cam- first day of the campaign as Tabaxi. With cats? Just a bit of yeah. cattery in the, in the, you know. Yeah, it would have been a catastrophe. <laughs> catastrophe. <laughs> well, you know, I was a cat. Joey, that vein is popping yeah. out of your forehead right now. You okay? You guys are taking years off of my life. You know, in that first episode, I was a cat. You were. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of Tabaxi, there were... T- well, is that a spoiler? No, I don't think okay. that's a spoiler. Okay, Joey is, I have never met somebody as sensitive as Joey. I hate spoilers. About spoilers. Yeah. And it's so funny because I fucking love spoilers. Me too! I like, like them too. Because like, I don't know, it helps me appreciate the journey more. Yeah. But then it's like, God, I want to tell Joey stuff, but he hasn't seen it yet. No, yeah. I, I like the surprise. I like experiencing what the writer intended. All right. Well, since we all went and saw this, uh, what did you guys think of the movie? Overall, did you enjoy it? Uh, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I would not call it a masterpiece, um, but it was a D&D movie, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think um, one thing I was a little bit disappointed with was I was hoping that there would be more actual, like, D&D table play so like you you know in the jumanji movie where we see like the four high school kids and then we see like who they're playing in the video that's kind of what i was hoping for i wanted to see like a mclovin character played by chris pine you know what i mean and i just thought it would have been fun to to tie that back in so i was a little bummed out that there wasn't more table play mclovin being the hapless boy in super bad yeah exactly yeah yeah that would have that would have really worked out well because any of those like weird derpy moments that showed up in the movie like you know that happens in D &D. yeah yeah no that would have been great yeah so that that's my one um disappointment otherwise i thought it was really really funny there was a certain chubby reptile that i loved (laughs) i loved best part (laughs) i I laughed really loud at that i assume you like that oh i love that part yeah all right i have a very small spoiler. I give it a zero out of ten because there was no monks. <laughs> that was so, surprising. Well, I honestly, I uh, because Greg and I were talking about it, and I think they went with like the basic OG classes, mm. and monk wasn't one. Mm. Oh. So that's probably why they didn't have it there. Yeah. But honestly, I like it. What I'm most excited for about it is it can potentially be a door to people who haven't played D&D. They see it and maybe want to get involved, yeah. which is sweet. And then the only like legitimate complaint I have it and it's not their fault, but like some animal people characters just cannot translate on screen yeah. and it's not their fault. I don't think any movie can do it. Yeah. I, I have a weird comment about that. There was they were bad. They didn't look good. But I found it endearing for some reason. Huh. They the like sort of puppety animatronic look. Mm-hmm. It to it, me, I I just kind of like liked room. it. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of an eighties movie, like yeah. the old um, that's God, those old fantasy movies and like the never 70s. ending story. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now it, that I think it you're right. felt almost intentional to me. 
That's that's cool. If that Maybe was the plan. I like they just or they didn't just run out of budget. They were like because <laughs> it was like the the one animal and then the other one that had eaten the young one. Yeah. Right. And it was all just looked like giant animatronics. And it was like weird. I liked with all the it. other CG that they did in the yeah. film. It's almost like they ran out of money, but. Uh, like Maybe I said, I, to me, it looked intentional. Maybe yeah. I'm crazy, but well, I actually... <laughs> unrelated. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah. What did you think, Sarah? You... Man, I can't remember the paladin's name, but I'm not going to oh. talk about him too much. But I love him! <laughs> so I was actually relatively bored for like the first half, and I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go. And then the paladin showed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen... I, I don't even... I don't want to say anything, because he's just... A pal- he, he is just himself, and that was He's that perfect. was the moment yeah. I kind of latched onto the movie. Mm-hmm. And went okay, yeah, this is this is this is this is becoming fun now. I thought he was a great example of how a low charisma character <laughs> can actually be so endearing. Yes. Yeah, right. Yep. Joey and I have talked about this before with um, from Guardians of the Galaxy, Drax. Yes. Super mm-hmm. low charisma, but, but you love Drax. Uh, steals every scene. But yep. he's got very high confidence and confidence in purpose. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that was that works. was the paladin. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was a yeah. great, yep. great I, character. He's my favorite part of the movie. My, I think mine too. There and I a, hate paladins. There was a joke about him walking in a straight line that killed me. Everyone who's yeah. seen that, I have had those thoughts at times when you're like, you know everyone's watching you and you're walking away and you're like, shit, there is this obstacle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah. I've had that legitimately happen oh. to me. That, their interaction reminded me of kind of like Edgar and JR's. I thought, I, I yep. was thinking about yeah. Edgar and JR's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Wow. Wait, what was yeah. the bard's name? Uh, He'll Ed, forever be Chris. His Pine. name was Ed, Ed, yeah, but it was like Edgar or something. It was yeah, him, something like him that. When he was like saying stuff about the Paladin, I was like, "Oh, that's just Jr. Yeah, Edgar. <laughs> I had the same thought. Edgin. Yeah. I think his name Edgin. was Edgin. That's right, Edgin. Oh wow! So even yeah, better. I liked the movie a lot. I super fast paced. I don't think they really focused a lot on like character, like going deep into character development. Yeah, but it moved along. Like I think they went. From here, 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 just instantly. Yeah, they fit a whole campaign into two hours. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If it's hard to do. Like that. Yeah. If you're hard to like, do. if you're a fan of D and D, you'll catch all the references. And I think that really is what did yeah. it for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like everyone everyone liked it. I mean, I thought it was great, and I'm like Nolan said, I'm really excited for like the new fans will get because it was. It was heads and tails better than the previous live action <laughs> deity movies. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no contest. Yeah. Well, next time, maybe they'll put a little bit of table play in it and it will be fabulous. And like four monks. And, and that. <laughs> and, and, and more chubby of reptiles of certain variety. Why not five? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Let's just get a whole monastery, like a whole moving monastery. No. Yeah. <laughs> a movie monastery. Oh, I think they're more of a moving company. They just come in and clean out your house for you. <laughs> Are you guys ready for our campaign? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what are we doing? I was just gonna say, raise your glasses, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> so many blank stares. I, I, wow. purpose. I was like, I'm not gonna be the first one to say anything. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay, guys, here's to your liver. May it live as long as you last. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Chapter 34. Grain of salt. The past 24 days are a bit of a blur. Aboard Captain Ravi's ship, you sailed a great distance from the swamps of Miaram to Yabu's Rise. 
in that time, the dwarf paladin Egret spent most of her days helping out however she could around the ship, and her remaining time bonding with you guys. Gonk contemplated the many mysteries of the world, such as if it were divine providence that he found you in the swamps, and if it's possible to breathe in and out at the same time. Then, of course, he realized he's a ghost and he can do neither. <laughs> Ravi spent much of her time in her own quiet contemplations, while the Triton Emperor Kavis regained only a shred of his memories, mostly those involving his three children. He still doesn't know what happened to him, though he's confident that his condition was the price he paid for ending the Belior Rebellion. But finally, you've arrived at your destination, the City of Wonders, Yabu's Rise. Towering above the port is a bronze statue of an Asimar with a broken wing, reaching towards the heavens, where blimps drift about, carrying passengers. Steam rises from numerous bizarre machines, but dissipates before reaching even the roofs of the city's impossibly tall architecture. The sky is overcast, and strong winds blow in from the northern sea, carrying with them the scent of salt. Ravi steps up to the railing uh, beside JR. How long has it been since you've been here? Well, it's felt like a long time, but I think it's only been a year and a half for me. But, well, I had something happen, but like maybe longer than that. You had something happen? Yeah, I don't like to talk about it. Uh I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, welcome back. I can't imagine much has changed. I, I like to th think a lot has changed, and I'll kind of flex a little bit. <laughs> Have you started having bouts of constipation again? I can get Finn and maybe we can give you something. He knows not the time. <laughs> Perhaps a greater restoration would, would get you working properly again. Yeah, yeah. We'll right. talk about that later. Take the pants <laughs> off, bend over. <laughs> I have some business here in the city. We have a few days until the meeting. I'm sure fate will guide us together before then. Oh, I hope so. Where is the meeting? I mean, it just said Yabu's Rise. This is a whole city. Well, I mean, if we are the seven, I'm pretty sure they'll find us. Gonk has already drifted halfway towards the city to explore its wonders by the time Egret gets your attention. Well, I suppose this is goodbye. You are all lovely, but I really got to go find my own party. Oh, uh, wait, wait. Before you leave, uh, y you guys are going to be at the meeting, right? Or do you know where it is? Or um, well, like, what? Are Once I find Valora, our leader, I'm sure she will tell me. And if I find you, I'll tell you as well. Okay, that makes sense. This city doesn't look too big. I'm sure we can find each other. It'll be easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this place is very bizarre. It is certain it feels very different from other places, even other cities you've been to. Is it sort of steampunkish? Because yes. that's how I'm yes. visualizing it. I assume cool. like my clothes look more normal here. Yeah. Than before. I, I, so as I assume you guys leave the boat and you're walking somewhere, you're you're entering the city. Yeah. I need to get some more potions and things of the like. Mm -hmm. Would it be okay if we went and grabbed some supplies? Are you asking me or the party? Well, I'm sort of asking our resident dragon who's been hoarding all of our gold. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I'll take off my hat, shake it, and a bag of gold drops. Here you go. Here's your... Uh, hey, can, 
I'm going to need more than two gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shake my sleeve and another bag slides out. I'll toss you. I think that's your portion, 800 gold. Yes, that's my portion. Uh-huh. I'll just walk away rolling my eyes. I'll pull out a bag on my boot and toss it to Finian. <laughs> <laughs> and other various places to toss two more bags to Mo and Hing. Were you worried of losing a limb and thus hedging your bets against losing all your gold as well? well you don't want all your gold in one spot. You gotta spread it out. <laughs> I'm going to just look at him, <laughs> stare flatly at him for a solid couple seconds. Uh, all right, then. I guess it's time to go shopping. Now, I, I will give you guys all 800 gold, which was that 4,000 split up. Oh, you actually did give me my right yeah, amount? Yeah, Oh, yeah. that's so unlike Unless you. you want me to hold on to it. Um, I'm going to turn around before I before I go and turn back to JR. Um, hey, is there anything uh, that I should look for here? Does the city specialize in anything that might be of use? Oh, they have tons of stuff. You see, uh, this place kind of combines magic and technology, and th- they can bring even like Mo could do something <laughs> on your level. You can buy an object. That's how technology advanced they are. So you can find anything. You could probably find like a stick that shoots fireballs. Do you want to go shopping with me? I'll look at my gold. <laughs> I won't take any more of your gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go shopping with you. Okay. Would not a stick combust upon the first cast? <laughs> oh, they're really interesting. They fill it up with some kind of rocks, and then this like wick of fire goes down, and then they shoot fireballs. A wand, you mean? No, 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 no. It's like Is a it tube. A tube? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I've, I've just been over here face palming because the party just gave Mo 800 gold and then split up <laughs> you've never walked on streets like this before it's perfectly flat each brick expertly cut and fitted together with absolute precision and much like jr like he said earlier Many of the people who walk these streets wear tailored suits and top hats, though, unlike JR, many are outfitted with some sort of odd gadget of warring gears. Even though everything seems peaceful, you of course see guards, though they carry long cylindrical pieces of metal like he described. They look like handheld artillery. And you make your way to the market. Uh, before we split, uh, we did get a lot of magic items, and I haven't had a chance to sell it. Perhaps we go to the store and sell it there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a great idea. So you go and you, you sell just this bag of magic items that you pilfer from I'm not going to just dump it out because there still is soul render in there. Ooh. So uh, I'm going to pull out uh, all the ones that oh. I scooped out. In we the- could get a good amount of money for solar. <laughs> <laughs> you are so evil. I'll just pull it all out one at a time, keep putting it in on top of the pile, and hopefully this guy just is completely flabbergasted as I just continue to produce magic item after magic item. There were a lot of magic items here. Valier, you're not sure why, but he was hoarding these. And for for the dozen or so that you sell, you guys managed to get 10,000 gold for them. Whoa. All right. There we go. Now we got a little bit of change. I'm just keeping that all for temp HP. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, will you explain to our listeners what you're saying? 
Because they might not know. Yeah, so for every 100 gold, I get one HP. That's Got amazing. It. That's right. so much. Holy cow. Uh, what an awesome incentive for a dragon warlock to hoard gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we go shopping, can we get something that can bolster my HP? Sure. Okay. How much gold you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have 2,000 that I didn't spend before, and then 800 from JR, and then uh, 2,000 from, so what, 40, uh, how much is that? 4,800? 4, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Wow. Cool. I'm going to go bolster some HP. Okay, are you guys... I also have four Are you guys splitting up as you're you're just going shopping, exploring the market? Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with Mo just to keep an eye on him. Oh, it's too late. He gave me the 800 gold. I left before you guys you sold 2,800 gold. Oh, no. I, go I, I left before you guys sold. I go to hand Mo the 2,000 gold and he's just gone. Oh, no. I'll look around the group. Hold on to that point. I'll hand it over. <laughs> 20 more temp HP right there. What's everyone buying? Uh, I got a lesser amulet of health, bringing my 40 HP up to a hearty 50 HP. I'm super excited. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge... I'm yeah. super excited. That's really good for a fourth level character. I'm 10. <laughs> wow. Anyway, and, and then what I... What is that, 120th year health? <laughs> Something. Like and then that. I got some greater healing potions. <laughs> Hey, don't laugh. Those are what's going to keep us alive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sons, like, you know, JR hasn't been here for a while. He's always wanted a pair of pistols. So I'm buying <laughs> two pistols Ooh. and some ammo mm-hmm. and some greater healing potions. Nice. And he's just going to put those in his coat and walk around what, all happy. What kind of damage does a pistol do in Dungeons & uh, Dragons? Apparently they're a D10 piercing damage. Just your decks. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, so I talked a little off screen with Joey because scions are always weird and um, I got a magical tattoo so mm-hmm. I already have some tattoos on my body just from the past but uh, it's time to start supplementing those again so you'll get to see what that is later neat Mo what about you well since I wandered off away from the party okay listen the we have a meeting with the seven. I mean, we are the seven. We have to look presentable. So I just feel like, because right now I'm still in like profaned clothing. So I'm I'm going to go find a clothes store. Like, I don't know, maybe like a Victorious Secret or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you find a clothes store. <laughs> uh, sweet. Yeah, I'm just going to go. It, it, it doesn't need to be too fancy. I, I like a little bit of sketch in my store. Is it kind of sketchy coming in here? Oh, yeah. I mean, you... You're you go to the places you're used to, okay. which are you know, so it's a Skechers. It's a, <laughs> wow, uh, and you're looking for something to really spice up. Yeah, your, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go in, and the uh, owner of the store is very generous, and I'm gonna walk out of the store, 800 gold down, wearing a very impressive yellow cape, with a pair of rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect for Mo. Oh, boy. As, as you're sauntering through the streets. With a little bit of swag now. In oh, my yeah. Oh, yeah. You're getting some attention. You know, people are like, ooh, look at this guy with his, <laughs> his yellow cape behind him. Is that going to work for your monk fighting skills? We'll find out. <laughs> uh, and, and you're drawing so much attention to yourself that someone joins you while you're walking. Young Modus. What are you doing this far north? 
I'm literally just gonna stop in my tracks and <gasps> spin over and look at him. Wait, no, no, you can't be up here. No, 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 this isn't real. This is just visions all over again, isn't it, Sensei? No, Horace, I'm gonna stop calling you Sensei someday. <laughs> Tell me, young Modus, do you enjoy playing the part of puppet? No, that was my whole previous arc. I got over that. I mean, look, I'm gonna like show him my cape. No, look, I mean, like this is mine. Check out my glass. What have you been up to, Sensei? Horace, damn it! <laughs> I asked first. Why are you here? Oh, <clears throat> I'm gonna puff up my chest a little bit. Well, you see, Horace, while you have been being here for some reason that kind of concerns me, uh. I am one of the seven that's meeting in three days. And the rest of my party, uh, thank oh, you very much. You think you're one of the seven? Yes. You, an ignorant child from a backwater village with no real training. You're truly delusional, young Modus. No, no, that's not true. Because I just got off of a boat with a psychic on it who told me that my future is ruined. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And how dare you insinuate that I'm not real? You think I'm fake? Well, you were fake in the swamp. He nods slowly. <laughs> bit anger, bit of anger in his expression. And then he will sucker punch someone walking by. Oh. And the, the person's hat goes flying off of his head and he slams back onto his ass and he looks back up to you and like, dude, what the hell? I, that wasn't me. I'm going to start looking around. Horace is gone. Uh, I'm going to try and help him up. Yeah, yeah, you help him to his feet, and he he sh kind of gently shoves away from you. And Wait, wait, this is perfect. I'm going to use my, my, my uh, what are they called again? Rose-tinted glasses. They give me a plus five to try and cheer someone up. <laughs> that you just punched? I didn't punch! Really, that's actually a useful item. Yeah. Well, oh, there's a downside. But anyway, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 17. 17? He's confused, certainly. I'm, I'm going to help him up and dust him off and pick up his hat and, and then put it back on his head with like a little bit of a tilt. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I, mean, I, I, if I, did, I don't think I did that. If I did, that was on accident, man. I just, I'm new to the city. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm <just> scared. <laughs> well, he disappeared. <laughs> Just, just don't do that again, all right? All right, man, I'm sorry. I gotta go find my party. <laughs> he fixes his hat as he walks into the crowd. <laughs> and Finian, what are you buying? Uh, well, I found a, um, a, a shop that would make me a pair of leather-framed sunglasses. I've gotten really <laughs> tired of not being able to see very well in this really harsh sun. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um, and I also found... Uh, a shop that would sell me a um, a robe that would fit well over my frame, and uh, it's a, a cloak of protection. And I also found a a ring of um, resistance to radiant energy. Perfect. Also yeah, known you, as sunlight. It's a, <laughs> right. It's a ring of sunscreen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sunscreen. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. He probably went to the same store I was in. <laughs> <laughs> And some uh, healing, greater healing potions. And uh, eventually, after a couple hours of shopping, you all find each other back in the market square. Unless hey, Mo, look out. what I bought. <laughs> <laughs> and in the process, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I'm gonna need to keep some cure uh, wounds ready to go. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up to the group like just again with my swagger and just like yeah I'm looking good. And I'm gonna see that Finian's also wearing sunglasses. I'm gonna frown. <laughs> well, they're dark sunglasses instead of rose sunglasses. So at least they're different color. True. And he's obviously just imitating you. He's jealous of your fancy new fashion. Finian, right? Finian, man, I. I was gonna buy all the swag here. Why are you looking so good, man? I feel like Finian is gonna be like an like an older actor who's leaving, you know, the the facial reconstruction center with his sunglasses. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. you know? <laughs> that's how he looks. I He's like thought, Michael Jackson walking. <laughs> I almost thought about getting like a face, like a half face shield, you know, to cover. Like, I, I'm gonna walk up and damage. see Finian. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> nice sunglasses. Pretty cool, right? And then I check like this the out. Color. Watch this, watch this. And then my cape is just gonna start flowing in the wind. <laughs> what? I wish I bought something on like that. Oh All gosh. I bought were these, and I'll pull out two pistols. <laughs> oh, dude, those are dumb. <laughs> oh, they're pretty awesome. They, my mother never let me have these as a kid. Uh, those are <laughs> the two ones you were talking about. Oh, these are different. Did you remember to put the safety on this time? I'll like turn my back. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're good now. Uh huh. Uh, 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 I'm pulling the trigger. Yeah, it's safe to now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Finny, and you find Dergus sniffing the air, uh, and he's following his nose into an alleyway. Adorned in his armor, and, and I, I have more potions to load him up with, but I follow him into the alleyway. Uh, Dergus! Dergus, where are you going? Uh, he- he finds a small briefcase there with a business logo on it, and he nudges it towards you. <laughs> um, I pick up the briefcase, and uh, I see if I can open it. Yeah, yeah. Under Underneath the logo, there is a tagline. It says, better materials, better business, Rico's Pawn. I, it is locked. Do you try to break it or pick the lock? Oh, I got this. You're not going to shoot the briefcase. I always wanted to do this. Let's Um, go buy you a briefcase and we'll shoot that one. Deal. (laughs) I guess I'll try to pick the lock. Make a... Oh, wait. Do you have lock picks on you? I don't think you can do this without lock picks. Don't. Then no. Huh. For what it's worth, the briefcase is heavy and it it feels like it's tightly packed. Did anyone um, pass a pawn shop while they were shopping? You know, I I might have walked past one, but I mean, we I don't know. Why don't we just go bring it back? They might even give us a reward. Do you want to know what's inside of it? Finian. I mean, I'm curious. Yes, it's really odd to find a briefcase like this thrown into an alley. So mm, unattended luggage. Yes, you know, so I, I heard about this. Should we, should we call the TSA? Yes. <laughs> You're supposed to destroy unattended luggage, not oh go through no, it. It may, it may be confiscated or destroyed. Ah, right. Yeah. May. Mm-hmm. And we're going to confiscate it. <laughs> and then destroy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys, let's not go straight back to Malice, okay? <laughs> let's just go return the briefcase. Or, or, alternate thought, why don't we accept the fact we're all going to Malice and have some fun? Fair. <laughs> you know, a voice in my head says yes. <laughs> Wait, you're I hearing voices have again? I open the briefcase. I can just scry on it. <laughs> if you want to burn a fifth level spell slot <laughs> to look inside this briefcase. Well, then no one will know I opened it. You're, you're absolutely That's smart. Right. Do it. 
I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm scrying on the contents of the briefcase. Good uh, thing he said something because I was just going to burn it. <laughs> the inside is dominated by a, a bag. It's filled with like a fine white grain, maybe salt, maybe cocaine. Uh, though an attached receipt does list it as imported eastern sea salt, and the buyer apparently paid over 5,000 gold for it. Wow. Ooh. I keep that information to myself. Yeah. It's of no great value. We should return it to its owner. Well, what is it? Salt. Okay, yeah, let's return that. <laughs> <laughs> the sea's full of it. I don't know why they put I don't it understand either why it's in an alleyway. Uh, Makes no sense. Why don't we just go looking for this pawn shop? Why don't we just go ask somebody where the pawn shop is? Why don't we go ask somebody where the pawn shop <laughs> it, is? It doesn't take long to find the pawn shop. The door swings open to the smell of dust. Inside is a pawn shop. Its walls lined with shelves stocked with all manner of mundane trinkets, alchemical ingredients, and miscellaneous wares. Behind the counter sits a very well-dressed goblin. He looks up from the jewel that he was inspecting. Welcome to Rico's Pawn. I'm Rico. What can I do for you? Hello, Rico. Um, my friends and I uh, are visiting this fair city, and we happened upon something rather unusual. We found your briefcase. We found your briefcase <laughs> in an alleyway. Uh, they take my money, and then they ditch the delivery. Second time this week. Unbelievable. Give me the briefcase. I hand the briefcase over to him. Uh, he, he will take the briefcase. Apparently, I'm a terrible judge of character. In fact, why did you return this to me to begin with? What do you want? It had the name of your shop on it. We just didn't feel it was appropriate to keep something like this if it belonged to somebody in the city. So we returned it to you. Who Com wouldn't do such a thing? Community service. Oh, well, tell that to the people who dropped it in the alley. Hey, uh, Rico, man, I mean, like, we're not doing anything else for three days, so I guess, like, we could deliver it if you want. He'll narrow his eyes at you. My only request is, uh, if you know how to turn this cape off from moving, <laughs> they only told me how to make it move, and it's still just flapping. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking stuff off the shelves. <laughs> He'll clap three times, and it'll stop. Okay, cool. Nice, okay. Which okay. does mean anytime anyone claps. Uh, <laughs> I was going to clap three <laughs> times. <laughs> Who are we delivering it to, and how long will it take? It's not far. There's a tavern called the Diligent Protector. You can find the head chef. His name is Goldfrock. He'll pay you handsomely when you arrive. He's been waiting for this delivery for days. Okay. All right. Deal. Clear on the other side of Yabu's Rise, buried deep in the city's fanciest district, you eventually find the well-built tavern called the Diligent Protector. The next time you offer our services to a random goblin, could you at least see how far away it is? Well, I mean, listen, we got three days of doing nothing. My hooves are killing me. Maybe you should have bought shoes. This is a classic Noodles and Company adventure, delivering messages or goods to a tavern. A suitcase full of salt. Yeah. yeah. And we do it because we're heroes, as my cape starts. 
Dergus is chuckling in the corner. <laughs> All right. Well, since it's a tavern, I just hope there'll be well, ale of some sort. Hold on, guys. Last time we were delivering something in a tavern. <laughs> Things <laughs> <look bad. laughs> Why are you looking at me? Well, We're much better prepared for such encounters now, I think. That's if there true. are any swords laying on the ground, don't pick them up. But well, what if they look fancy? Oh. <laughs> it, uh, it's just cooking condiments. Are we going to be assaulted for it? <laughs> assaulted. <laughs> Give him inspiration. Uh, do you have inspiration? Uh, no, I do not. Okay, it stays that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I already burned it because I'm pretty sure I would have just lost it. Right <sighs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> A bell rings as you enter. The tavern is filled with the scents of exotic foods and the sounds of many chefs at work, but not a single person sits at any of the tables. A burly orc in an apron steps out from the kitchen, wiping flour from his hands. Sorry, friends. Place is temporarily closed. Oh, don't worry about that. We're here to give you Rico's salty uh, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Joey, throw something at him! Inspiration his way. I think that's appropriate. How many times do I have to tell you people, I will not alter my recipes? Also, uh, Rico said you were going to pay us. He begins rolling up his sleeves. You come into my kitchen, demanding I use your salt for the third time, and you want me to pay for it? That's it. Roll for initiative. This guy's salty. I rolled initiative. That's temp HP. Tana. 18. <laughs> Mo. I got a 19. Ooh. JR. 16. Finian. 17. And Heen. 22. Damn. That's a lot of high rolls for initiative. The orc charges at JR, and with both beefy hands, he attempts to grab you. Make a posed athletics. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> right, you, don't need to, you don't need to roll yours, because yours is a 14 from Linda. Ooh. Uh... He rolled a 26, however. Uh, He picks you off the ground and tosses you 10 feet, and you slam into the front wall for 15 bludgeoning damage. Oh, come on. Uh, And then he walks over to the front door and locks it. Oh, Oh, here we go. Uh, Look, we don't want any issues. We're just trying to be good uh, noodles. I'm going to ready my action to... uh, Try and block his way the next time he goes to attack someone. No. I'm going to look at Heen. No, no, no. Heen, check out. This makes a lot of sense. We brought the salt. He's bringing the battery. And I'm going to run over. <laughs> and I'm going to try and put him. <laughs> I'm going to try and put him in a headlock. <laughs> so opposed athletics. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> 21. Seven. <laughs> you can't even quite reach. Uh, high enough to get him into a headlock. Well, that sounds like I'm going to have to burn a key point here real quick. <laughs> I'm going to just get two attacks on him. Let's see. That looks like a good... Uh, Mo, your next attack is a 10 from Ricky. Oh, that's a crit! Which is, in fact, a crit because of your thing. Uh, and roll one more. Roll the other one for me. That Blank. is a not one. Well... <laughs> Mo, your next missed attack is a 17 from Vic. Ooh. Oh, thank you guys. So I got two hits right now, and one of them's a crit. Wow. Okay. So uh, we'll do the regular hit first. I'm going to just try and, I guess, punch him in his tummy. 
<laughs> he'll take seven bludgeoning. Okay. Right and, into the apron. And then not expecting a crit, so I apologize. Uh, with the second hand, when it comes up, it's going to hit him, and he's going to take uh, seven thunder as I step back looking at my hands, and then I'll look at, at him. I uh, didn't know I could do that. Was that a crit? Seven <laughs> damage? Wow. I rolled really low. Uh, Tana. I raise my hand and I'm getting ready to do Firebolt. But as I'm about to do it, the inside of my palm gets really, really itchy for some reason. And it accidentally comes out as a Chaos Bolt. Well, your next Chaos Bolt is a three from Ricky. Oh. He wants you to embrace the chaos. I think this is his way of pushing you down. Ah. Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely. That will, that will miss. Um... (laughs) Unfortunately, as it misses, it triggers even more chaos because apparently the greater god of chaos <laughs> wants all the chaos today. His plan is coming into fruition. Roll a d100 for me. Um, that's gonna be a 96. Uh, that's so high. I do not Ooh. like that I'm standing next to this orc right now. So our our patrons just made a bunch of wild surges for your table, uh, but of course you roll one of mine. Um, oh. <laughs> but it's a big one. Uh, Excuse you. Now I regret sitting next to her. <laughs> As the spell gathers before you, it darkens, expanding so quickly that you flinch away and close your eyes. But when no pain comes, you open your eyes back up. With jarring vertigo, your surroundings have been replaced with nothing. Just empty white space from horizon to horizon, except for that familiar, soundless, black bonfire that rages before you. Wordlessly, it asks that you extend your hand. I will. Tana, your turn is over. We'll get back to you. For the rest of you... Don't just leave me hanging! For the rest of you, you see Tana's body go up in black flames. Though she doesn't seem to be in pain, she's just staring forward blankly. Well, that's not good. (laughs) Guys, what do we do? Finian. I'm going to attempt to cast blindness on this oaf. Uh, He makes a con save? He makes a con save. Uh, He fails. Nice! Six. He's blind. That, that great, JR. I'm gonna stand up, dust myself off, pull out a pistol. Like, you're asking for it. <laughs> and I'm gonna stick <laughs> I, out my tongue I, to the side, close the wrong eye, and blind. Point. You could just tie him up. <laughs> I'm pointing towards his foot. <laughs> uh, Zach says your next attack is a 19. Thank God, because that's range is 40 to 80, so I'd have disadvantage shooting inside. <laughs> Thank the God of comedy. Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, four piercing damage. I shoot him in the <laughs> You wound his little toe. His little pinky toe. Uh, a gauntleted hand bangs on the door, and, and a guard yells in if everything is all right. And the orc clears his throat. Uh, and, and walks over to the door, bl- feeling his way there. <clears throat> yeah, just renovating. <laughs> After a long, awkwardly quiet moment, he turns back to you guys. Let's continue this quietly. <laughs> Agreed, and I'll just put my gun back in the toilet. <laughs> Did you put the safety on? 
He can't see, so he's going to attack one of you randomly. I'm going to roll to see who's closest to him. Uh, it's Heen. Heen. He, uh, first person he walks into, he slams his surprisingly thick skull into yours. Hey, at least I've been prepared because I readied my action to block it. And a chair, oh. Astral Construct, comes screaming in from the other side and <laughs> slams into him to take the damage for me. Uh... 12 bludgeoning damage. We're going WWE. It holds. Wow. The chair cracks and breaks, but it reforms quickly <laughs> afterwards, and I step back. Okay, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> He'll come at you again for another 11 bludgeoning. He smiles uh, very proud that he he connected that time. And Heen, it's your turn. I, I said we don't need to finish this violently, but if you'd like to, we can. He nods. I'm going to... I'm going to I'm going to make a chain around his arm and it's going to attempt to grab him. Uh 17. Uh his AC is 11. He's wearing an oh, apron. Okay, nice and easy. <laughs> <He's wearing> an <laughs> the, the construct <laughs> latches around him and I'm going to yank it down onto the ground so he falls down yep. forward. Um I'm not going to actually have it do any damage. He's just going to fall flat on him and I'm going to put one foot on him and say Ah uh, I think I am the victor now. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Mo, it's your turn. Uh, okay, so you said we're in the front of the restaurant. There's there's no customers. Right. Can I, I see the, the kitchen doors, I'm assuming? Uh-huh. Okay, perfect. I am taking off into the kitchen. Okay, it is filled with chefs who are just cooking. Uh, <laughs> most don't even realize you're there. They're so focused on their work. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to take a perception check okay. to see if I can see... I hope these guys follow uh, is it FDA guidelines. Yeah. I really hope they follow them. As I'm looking in the kitchen with my rose-colored <laughs> glasses, I get a minus five to wisdom yeah. checks. So <laughs> I rolled an eight. And you're looking for what? A fire extinguisher? A fire extinguisher. So you've never been to Yabu's Rise before. You don't know that they actually have fire extinguishers. Oh. Um, but you don't know that. Uh, so you just find a pot of boiling water. <gasps> I'm just going to look around. Perfect. <laughs> I'll grab it. I'll look at the guy. I'll be back. And I'm going to take up running. <laughs> My noodles. <laughs> and I have. I'm so sorry, but I have stupid movement. So I'm going to run back and just. Do you want me to do improvised weapon? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to hug this. She's fire resistant. Yeah. Fire, not water. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. <laughs> you, you perfectly angle it. So the water comes, you know, just pours over Tana and it has no effect on the fire. Bet it burns me though. Yeah. Tana takes, uh, yeah, roll your damage. Oh, uh, let's see. Okay, okay, she takes four boiling water damage. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to turn and look at the orc on the ground. She takes four sous vide damage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at the orc on the ground. Hey, uh, so uh, you're a chef. How do we put fire out? <laughs> How, uh, you just threw a giant pot and it clanged against the ground. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to roll perception for the guard outside. Uh, uh, luckily, the first perception for an enemy is three from Zach. Okay, okay. Tana, you blink, confused with what you just saw. A black bonfire, white space, whatever it was, it'll have to wait until later. You shake your head and continue walking through the rocky corridor carved into the side of Mount Orem. 
quietly, you follow the sound of chanting, drawing you deeper and deeper into the mountain. And before long, the corridor opens up into a large chamber with granite platforms protruding from the magma. Towering over it all is an obsidian statue of Elguth, the fire giant. At his feet stand ten tiefling in a circle, chanting words you don't understand, some kind of spell. Your mother watches them with an expression that you're very familiar with. Judgment and disdain. Stop! She yells sharply, and they abruptly stop. And then with a scowl, she looks up to where you stand in the wall. I will shrink against the wall. Does she see me? She sees you. Fuck. You're early! She turns to one of the others. Will it work? He nods in affirmation, and your mother turns back to you. Tana, come here. I will run in the opposite direction. Do Early. not make me ask twice. I will stop running. Oof. And I'll slowly turn around and start walking towards her. Hi, hey, mother. Hi. And we'll get back to you. Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, Finian, it's your turn. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to investigate what's happening over with Tana because she's in Black Flames, right? Yes. Make an Arcana or Medicine check. The information you'll get changes depending on what you choose. Medicine. Okay. 17. She seems totally fine. Her skin is not being burned by these flames. Uh... There, she seems distracted. She has a thousand-yard stare. Actually, the person you should be more worried about is yourself, because uh, as you approach her, you take fifteen fire damage. Oof! I immediately recoil from the pain. I'm sorry. Jr. Well, I'm gonna pull out my pistol and switch it to the hilt and try and hit him on the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have advantage. He's restrained and on the Ooh. ground and blinded. Uh, 19 to hit. Yeah, oh yeah, that certainly hits. What would be a bludgeoning from a back of a pistol? A D4? Or D6? Yeah, like a D4. Um, Plus your strength. Seven. Not bad, that's what Mo does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the orc will attempt to break free from, from your psionic binds. Rolling a 23. Yeah, he breaks it clean in half. He stands and grabs the closest person to him, still blinded. Uh, this will be Mo. <laughs> uh, make opposed athletics as he tries to grab your ankle. Right. 27. What is with this dice? I am way less than that. He wraps his, his hand fully around your ankle and swings you around like a club into ah! heme. Rolling an 18 to hit. Oh, it just gets me. He deals... Uh, what kind of damage die are you, Mo? Uh, I'm a D8. <laughs> You're... Okay, he... Wait, did you just ask what his hit die was? No. Is what, that how mu like, how much damage has a weapon is Mo? He's saying he's a uh, D8. I think a D8's fair. Uh, <laughs> he will deal, plus his, his strength, of course, 11 bludgeoning to both of you. <laughs> right. Look out! <laughs> And then, Mo, he lifts you above his head and spins you around a few times before throwing you down on top of on top of Heen, <laughs> uh, dealing five bludgeoning to both of you, and you both fall prone. <coughs> hey, you said to fight quietly. <laughs> he'll, he'll freeze when you say that and listen for the guard. 
and there's nothing. Here. I'll look over to the side, trying to get my bearings after being bludgeoned a couple times with Mo. And I see Sean sitting at a bar stool, just eating an apple and reading a book. And he stops and he looks at me. Are you done screwing around? Uh, I'm not trying to kill him. I'll push Mo off of me and stand up again. Oh, sorry, Mo. I'll help him up as well. Already my action. <laughs> uh, Mo, it's your turn. So you said we're in, like, upscale? Yeah, it's there? very So fancy. there's most definitely a chandelier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Uh, so he's looking at Heen right now? Yep. Well, I think I'm going to I'm gonna back up a little bit and then take off full speed, jumping off of a table onto the chandelier. I'm going to drop down and do some Liu Kang bicycle kicks. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to make an athletics to see if I'm capable? Make acrobatics. Okay. I'm not great at that. Okay, I got a uh, 17. Yeah, you actually look like you know what you're doing. All right. Well, that really hurts. I'm a little salty right now. Am I rubbing salt in the <laughs> Wow, so you can do it. No, I hate myself. <laughs> so I'm going to get four attacks with advantage because I'm coming down on him. And fourth hits, but no crits. So he's going to take, wow, he's going to take 26 wow. feet damage. <laughs> I think most of that's like poison. <laughs> yeah, when was just the last time you washed your feet? 26 athletes foot damage. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get a little bit of necrotic. Is that contagious? It is now. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> we're doing greater restoration on the guy when we're done with him. Tana, as you climb down to the main platform, Mardani calls down another corridor. Karzai, we're ready. Where's the boy? One of the other tiefling grabs you by the arm and, and yanks you towards the center of the platform where Mardani scoffs. Why is she still conscious? Must I do everything myself? Searing pain completely overwhelms you. And as you see Karzire dragging in that boy. As I start to lose consciousness, I will, out of sheer desperation, throw a scorching ray at Karzire. Yeah. That's more black than orange, frankly. Do I have any chance of hitting him? Should I even roll? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm already in a place of pure chaos, so we're just going to re-roll all of these. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I don't, I, all three hit. <laughs> the last thing you see as, as darkness overtakes you is all three searing into his skin and not even his tiefling resistance to fire, saving him from the black flames. And, and the boy? The boy. He drops the boy, and the boy attempts to scurry off, and your mother steps in and smiles down at you. And then you're unconscious. That's not nice. <laughs> JR. Ah, oh, man, we're not beating this guy uh, physically, so let's break his spirit. I'm going to run over to his stew he was cooking, stick my finger in it, taste it. Uh, Blan needs salt. Get on with that emotional damage. Uh, are you going to dump the whole briefcase in there? <laughs> it's the biggest insult you could give a chef. Needs salt. 
JR, I need you to make intimidation, but don't roll. Uh, Ricky says your JR's next charisma is a 10. So what is it with your modifier? Uh, it is a 16. Nice. Uh, oh my God. What a brutal thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> he cracks wow. his back and rubs at the, the bruise that you gave him in his heart. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Not but, the shot off toe. <laughs> no, he's, he's fine with only nine. But then he sighs and smiles as the blindness goes away. Oh, I really needed that. I've been working my fingers to the bone recently. That just goes to show how important healthy outlets are. All right, hand over your salt. Let's see what you have. I I, I grab the briefcase yeah. of salt, which is probably sitting on the ground now because I was burned. Yep. Yeah, at this point, Tana, you're beginning to come to and yeah. realize that you're here and not... I am? Yeah. I am? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, thank God. You're Wait. okay. But what about the boy? Is he okay? This I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> the orc opens the briefcase and, and, and tears a little hole in the bag to taste the salt. And he, he hesitates. Uh, are you aware that this is poison? And that's where we'll continue next week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Jesus. Thank you all for listening to our podcast and a special thanks to our greater deities, Ricky, who wrote the character of Rico, Linda, <laughs> and the Diligent Protector, our deities, Zach, who wrote Gothrock, the Orc, uh, Vic, Melpomony, Alleycat, and PM, our Celestials, Ironjaw, Little Lib, David Green, Virgil McClurkin, and Chris Kremkow, our heroes, Ride Andre, Chris Matowski, and Holly Mac, and all of our adventurers. If you want to affect the story like they do every week, come roll with us on Patreon. That's all I have for today. See you next week. See you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye, guys. So, so how are we going to get rid of the stupid sword? Don't worry yeah. about the sword. Yeah. I think Let me worry about the sword. No, yeah. no. It keeps me up at night worrying about that sword. <laughs> keeps me up at night, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know you have a bag. <laughs> um, so, are you buying anything? I want to get a gun. <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. If I make it my pack weapon, I can turn it into any gun.